Hello and welcome to the Revolution 22 podcast. My name is Shelby Lewis and I'm the Director of Kids Ministry here at Rev. This week's podcast is from a family service where we gather as a church family, including the kids, and worship the Lord together. So grab your family, your kids, and your cup of coffee and join us in learning from God's Word. You guys can grab a seat or not sit. It's fine. You can stand and run around if you want to. Um, we, we have these rhythms as a church that we try to do because we see the value in, in them and not just momentarily or, or, or doing it the way it is. So like when we do something like family service today or even next week when we close down services to go serve the city, we do this as a church not because we're like, hey, let's just make everyone really uncomfortable and let's do things completely not conventional in that way. It's because we believe in the value of, of family. In fact, here, who here wants to tell me what, what would make, if, if I was your brother or your sister, would I be considered family? You can answer. Anyone? Yeah, okay. So then um, what, what, if, what if we had the same father? Would that make us family as well? Okay. So then when we look at scripture and we see what God has done, we see things like Hebrews chapter two, verses 10 through 11 says this. It says, for it was fitting that he for whom and by whom all things exist. Who's, who's the he here? God. Okay. You guys, you can be more confident in this because this is, this is on purpose. Okay. That he exists bringing, bringing in, bringing many sons to glory. Sons, should make the founder of their salvation perfect through suffering. The found, who's the founder of salvation? Who wants to give a that one? Come on, Ava, who is it? Jesus, yes, good job. That's awesome. Um, for he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified all have one source in Jesus. That is why he is not ashamed to call them brothers or sisters. Or Galatians 3.26 says it this way, for in Christ Jesus, you are all sons of God through faith. So when we look at the church community, we realize that we are a family, that family is, we are a, a, let me just say it this way, we are a very large, dysfunctional family, okay, let's just call it what it is, full of those, you know, that, that uncle that no one likes, right, or that, 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 that relative that you're like, oh my goodness, they're coming, they're crazy. You know what's funny to me is I realized very quickly that, that I might be that person to some of the people in the family, like, and, and probably some of you are as well. But God has made us a family through Jesus Christ. And so that means that we are one together. And so when we do something like this, Evan wants to hang out up here at school. So it means that when we do this, we aren't meant to just have services where we do a little bit of time and make ourselves uncomfortable. It means that we are supposed to operate like a family. When, when one of our family members is struggling or suffering, we are to step in and walk with them. When, when one of our family members are celebrating, we are to jump in and enjoy and celebrate with them. And so when we do things like this, it's our desire for us as a church to recognize that we are a family, regardless of whether or not you are an empty nester or your family lives on the other side of the world or you have no intention to have family ever of your own. We are a family and God has put us together. And so, so it would be it would be a disservice to what God is doing for us to treat each other as other than, to, to look at kids as annoyances or to see the college students and be like, man, there's a lot of college students around here, like it's a bad cold or something like that. <laughs> like we, we are meant to be a family. And that means that you're gonna live life with people that at times will rub you really raw in, in, in negative ways, but at other times will be really joyful and will bring um, moments of ecstatic blessing and joy that you can't imagine happening. Because why? Because you get to experience this. And we've all felt this. And so 
when uh, Romans 12, 15, it says this, it says, rejoice with those who rejoice, but weep with those who weep. I think as, as a church, we do a really good job of weeping with those who are weeping. We, we, I've seen you guys jump in with family members as there's been loss. Some of you are experiencing great loss right now. But I also think we could do better at rejoicing when others rejoice. And so what we wanted to do today, instead of, instead of a typical normal family service, we wanted to do today is we wanted to celebrate why others are celebrating. See, this is actually our graduation Sunday, that, that, that everyone moves up in a grade. And so instead of me talking the whole time, I thought we'd give it a chance for some of the students, the kids in the ministry, to talk and, and, and we could graduate. Is everyone okay with that? Like, I mean, you give a kid a microphone, it's always funny, right? Like, so the other way, it's great. And so today what we're going to do is we're going to celebrate because they're celebrating. And so we, have, we, have, we don't have every class representative, but we have each of our stage, kind of the big moves up, move ups in school, in, in, in the church, we have a, an individual from each of those that's going to come up with one of their teachers and share that in just a second. And so that's what today is. Today is us celebrating and graduating, and it's not going to be the typical diploma thing. But instead, what I want to encourage you guys with is that when you look around at kids, when you look at people that are maybe getting more gray hair or you see these people, I want you to to not ask the question of, I wonder what family they're part of, but I want you to start seeing them as your family members. And so when you see see a, a young kid who's going crazy and running rambunctious, you don't see him as a nuisance. You see him as an opportunity to be a part of their life and to walk with them. And if you're like, man, I, I already did my service. I have my kids graduated and they've, they've flown in the nest. Then you bring value to the young parents that we need so badly. So I would encourage you to enter in. To, we're going we're gonna to sing some more songs here. And then I would encourage you, we actually one song. We're going to do it real quick. It's kind of a little bit loud and crazy. So band, why don't you guys come on up? And as we do this, I want to encourage you right now. This is, this, wait now, this is a big deal. I want to encourage you, and some of you are like introverts in here, I understand that, that's okay, I'm not trying to make you completely uncomfortable, only slightly, okay? I want to encourage you, if you're here alone, if you're here without someone that's not in your age demographic, I want to encourage you to just go meet someone and stand with them. Hang out with their kids, get to know them, maybe go out to lunch afterwards. I mean, it's rainy, you're not going to do anything else anyways. But, but let's, let's spend some time being family. And if you're like going, okay, I'm not moving unless someone comes to me, just so you know, no one moves if everyone thinks that way. And in and, and family, even when the dysfunctional uncle shows up, we still love him, right? So you're all dysfunctional. You can love each other, all right? Let's, let's sing one more song here. Okay, so what we're going to do now, if you guys can grab a seat, you're welcome to move around. And it's okay just so you guys know if there's some noise in here, that's expected. Um, but we're going to get a chance to hear from different teachers and students in the, in the ministries that are in our classroom. So we have a couple big, so some of you guys that don't know this, which you should, if you're here, you can volunteer in kids ministry because we value both age specific and familial time together. Um, but we have these big transitions where you move, when you move into first grade, you get into a new class called deep and wide. And when you move into third grade, you get into the truth seekers, which is the third through fifth grade. And then from fifth grade, you move into our youth ministry, which is a junior high. And then at ninth grade, you move into our high school. And we did not get a representative from every single group. Hey, hop along. Can you come on over here? Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Um, but we have, we, have a few, we have a few people that, uh, yeah, come on. Everyone's like, why does he call them hop along? That's why. Okay. We don't have a, a ramp. Are you okay? I'm going to have this. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so Kyle is a teacher in Deep and Wide, right? Correct. Okay, so Kyle 
is going to be interviewing some kids. And the, one of the things that we want to do in this interview is it was not a, it's so easy in graduation to be like a send off, like, like, see you later, have fun, right? We wanted to do, instead of today, instead of thinking of sending off, although that's biblical and we see the value in it, we wanted to do a receiving. And so what we're going to do is we're going to have each class, each age, talk about what the kids that are coming into it can expect and receive them in, and then we have something for them. So you're up, Kyle. Go for it. Sam and Lauren, would you guys come up here? Yes, very slowly. Just do it slowly. Good. All right. Are you ready? All right, Sam. All right, can you come a little bit closer? And then you can talk into the microphone. All right, just like this. Do you want to practice? What is your name? Sam. I like that name. What is seven plus seven? Fourteen. Uh, yes! I have the wrong list of questions. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. You have been in Deep and Wide, right? Yes. And what do you like about coming to that class? Well, worship time and crafts. What kind of crafts do you do? Well, Jesus craft, mostly. I love Jesus craft. Hey, Lauren, come here a minute. What kind of stuff do you like to do in Deep and Wide? Um, oh, wait, let's practice with the microphone real fast. What is your name? Lauren. And how old are you, Lauren? Six and a half. And how old are you, Sam? Six and a half. That's incredible. <laughs> if you have any wisdom questions, Sam is two minutes older than Lauren. And if you have any youth and enthusiasm questions, Lauren is two minutes younger than Sam. All right, Lauren, what is your favorite part about Deep and Wide? Do you also like the worship time? Yes. What's your favorite song? Do you remember? I think we talked about this earlier. What? Waymaker. Waymaker. We sing Waymaker in Deep and Wide. We sing worship songs. Um, I ask lots of different questions that kids get a little bit uncomfortable answering, right? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> yeah. What else, what else do you, um, how would you encourage kids that are coming up into deep and wide? Tell, the, tell them that Jesus loves them. How do they know that? How do you know that? Because our teachers and parents told us that. A lot, right? That's what we talk about a lot in there, right? Yes. And what else, um, if there was one thing that you could say is your absolute favorite thing to do in class... What would it be? Don't say games. Um, worship. Worship. What if I said it was games? Would it be games? No, it'd be crafts. Okay. <laughs> Do we play games at the beginning and at the end sometimes? Yes. And what kind of games do we play? Well, it's mostly Soccer. just free play time. Soccer. Free play Soccer. time. Soccer. It's usually just a free play time. Soccer. Soccer. And Soccer and checkers. And what about the beanbag game? Do we ever play a beanbag game? Yes. 
once or twice. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Um, well, first you set up two buckets in the front, and then you take turns throwing bean bags in the buckets. And if you lose, you go back to the end of the line. If you win, you stay at the front of the line. Do you get anything for how many points you get? Um, no, no. Nothing? No, but you only get points. Did you know in my class that you can make up however many points you want? Yes, because you told me on the practice. <laughs> He's pretty sharp. Anyway, we have a lot of fun in our classes. Uh, we include everybody. We make them feel welcome. Uh, it's, it is a great uh, time uh, just with your kids learning to uh, follow Christ and love the Lord. And uh, so we're very accepting and uh, just inclusive of everybody. And uh, so I, I encourage you to uh, get your kids to come down. Um, it's not, I'm, not all the leaders are like me, so they are getting some positive influence in other places. Um, but it is a lot of fun. And uh, Sam and Lauren, uh, you guys were great up here, and I appreciate it. Hi. Um, Evan and Titus. I've seen Titus. Where's Evan? Do you guys want to come up here? Oh, there you are, right in front of me. Well, you guys know me. I'm Miss Shelby. I am in charge of kids and all of those wonderful things that come with it. But you don't know these guys, so I'm going to have them introduce themselves. Can you say your name and your grade? I'm Evan, and I'm in fourth grade. I'm Titus, and I'm in fourth grade. And these guys are part of our Truth Seekers class, like Brent said. Ah, can you see them behind this? Okay. Well, sorry. You guys are short. Um, <laughs> um, and like Brent said, these guys are part of our third through fifth grade class. We do a lot of fun stuff in there. I would say it's one of my favorite rooms, but I have a secret, and I tell every classroom they're one of my favorite rooms. It's just what I do. So do you guys want to tell me what is your favorite thing about the Truth Seekers class? Uh, I have no idea. Uh, I really like playing games, and I really like worship. Okay, now that you've had time to think, do you have an answer? What's your favorite thing about class? Uh, the icebreakers. Oh, the icebreakers. Okay, those are the games we play at the beginning of class. Good answer. Um, I don't have as many cool questions as Kyle had prepared. Darn. Um, if you had to say one thing to the kids that are coming into your new class, what would you tell them? Do you have, like, advice for them, or do you want to give them, like, a heads up about any of the teachers? What's the situation here? What do they need to know? Uh, don't do front flips on the rug. It hurts. I don't know the context behind that story, but I good advice. Um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, if you you have a brother coming into this class, is that right? Yeah. What advice do you want to give your brother? Who who do you need to give him a heads up about? Um, okay. I'll let you think about it. Who is your favorite teacher? Truth Seekers. This might be a favorite question. Hold on. Lance and Valerie. Oh, he was so prepared. That's a big shout out to Lance and Valerie. Do you have a favorite teacher? Yeah. Holly. Oh, yes. We love Miss Holly. Uh, see, So in the third through fifth grade class, we really get to dive deep. We build relationships with the kids. We really get into hard stuff. Do they ask you hard questions that you don't have answers to ever? Sometimes. Have you learned anything in the last couple months that you'd like to share with anyone? You don't have to. I didn't prepare you for this question. No. Really? No? 
Okay, that's all right. <laughs> so, yeah, in the third through fifth grade, we really dive deep. We try to build relationships. They have favorite teachers. We really get on their level. Um, is there anything else you'd like to say to the new kids coming into class, like welcoming them up or uh, any anything else? Oh, Evan had something. He was ready. I'll say this. Now you know two people in your class. So if you're coming up in a third through fifth grade class, come say hi to Evan and Titus because now you know someone. So you won't be alone. And you'll have someone who you know. You'll have someone who you can see in class. And you get to look forward to meeting Lance and Valerie and Miss Holly, the awesomest teachers. And we also love Cam and Mel. Those are some of our other True Seekers teachers. Who else are we get in there? I'm blanking. But Anna, yes, Anna's in there all the time. So we've got some awesome teachers that you get to look forward to meeting them. And now you know some people in your class. So I think that's it. Thank you for your time. Whoever doesn't know me, I only look like I'm homeless. Um, <laughs> just just check it in. All right. So this is Gideon. I've only been a youth leader, junior high youth leader, for in this church for just a couple months. Um, how long have you been going to this youth group? Uh, probably just about um, like six months, maybe. I don't know. Not that many. Which, yeah, not that long. All right, big question here. What is your favorite things about youth group, aside from me? Because I know that's true. Yeah, I just, I like playing the games beforehand and just like getting ready to fellowship and do like the worship. It's just nice to get together and be able to read through the gospels and just learn it together as a part. All right, cool. Now this is probably the biggest question. Um, What do you want to share with the the young guys that are coming into junior high, the fifth graders. Yeah, I just I like to let them know that we're here for them and that if they need anyone to talk to, that like we're here and we all do this together as a family and that we're a part for them and we just do this together. And if they need someone to talk to, that they can just come to us and we can do this together and just like go through the gospel and do it as a family. Right on, man. Well said. Okay, my name is Jack, for you guys who don't know me. Uh, I am the Yip. Um, <laughs> that's Cameron's, uh, came up with that name. But it is the youth intern inter- interim position. Is that, okay, yeah, okay, I got it. I know my own title. Um, standing next to me is one of our high school girls. Do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I'm Evelyn Kircher. Evelyn, um, what is some of your favorite things about youth group and then specifically the high school part of youth group because we just had a junior high boy up here what do you like about high school there's not as many of us so it's easier to remember our names for sure um my my favorite thing is that like we're all best friends there's like no one who hates each other and we all sit around and you can literally go up to anyone and you can start laughing in seconds and you're just best friends The high schoolers, <laughs> I don't know, we're all the same. 
we're all we're all friends. There's no like real division line. Like we're everyone younger than us. Like we have no problem hanging out with people who are like in sixth grade versus a twelfth grader. Like we just all hang out together, and it's a community where it doesn't matter your age. Like we just all hang out. What would be your advice to some of the middle schoolers that are going up to high school? What's a little bit different from when you were in junior high to now that you're in high school? I was never in the middle school here, so I don't know what it's like here. But my advice would be just be prepared to answer some really hard questions. You're going to open up in a way that you didn't know was possible, and there's going to be no judgment at all. Like, we're all very horrible people at heart and thankfully jesus moved in for that so yeah that's awesome thank you (laughs) well said all right um thank you guys for doing that we you know we one of the things that we wanted to do is if you look at the scriptures you see that that there are a few times, a handful of times, where God does something incredibly faithful. God does something incredibly powerful. And you see people wanting to do some kind of setup of remembrance of, or memorialize that or t- some way to kind of acknowledge, like, hey, so when people look at this, this is what you see is God's faithfulness. And so um, the first, one of the stories I wanted to, to tell about was Joshua. Obviously, Joshua got to lead the people of Israel into the promised land after 40 Years. Could you imagine 40 years of walking around in the desert, like just kind of going around like that? They get to be, he gets to be the one that leads them into the promised land after Moses has passed. And in, in Joshua, it says that in chapter four, that, that they decided that they're going to go to get to the promised land. Did you guys know, um, actually, let's ask this. How many of you know about God splitting the water? You got that? Okay. Okay. Um, Titus, when did he do it? put you on the spot. When they were escaping from Egypt, you're right. They did. That's right. And that's the one, that's when he when he parted the Red Sea. The one that most of us forget is that God did it twice. Did you know that? He did it in the Red Sea when everyone was escaping the Egyptians, but he also did it for the people of God going into the promised land in the Jordan River. And so he separates the Jordan River for the people to walk into the promised lands and they send the Ark of the Covenant to go before him and the priests are standing there with, with, the, with the Ark of the Covenant in the water and it's dry and the people all walk beyond. And Joshua tells them, hey, hey, one of you representatives from each of you 12 tribes, grab a stone. Grab a stone and we're gonna set this up and we're gonna put this over here. And so to anyone that walked by after that, it looked like a pile of 12 stones by the water. But to the people of God, it was a reminder, and Joshua says this, so that when the next generations come, they say, why is this here? They can say, because of God's faithfulness to bring us into his land. And so what we wanted to do is, because, because it's not a, we don't have a diploma thing, or hey, graduate, blah, 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 that's great. Instead, what we wanted to do is we wanted to give you guys rocks, okay? So um, what could go wrong with that? Um, <laughs> So we've got these little jars with little rocks in them right here that we're going to give to everyone that's graduating into, into first grade, into third grade, into sixth grade, into ninth grade, graduating high school, and graduating college. And the reason why we're going to give these to you is because we wanted you to see these. And the hope would be what the kids were working very hard to try and establish for you is that you would recognize that you have a family here and that there's people that are willing to walk with you. 
So that every time you see little rocks out and about, every time you see little jars, you'll be reminded that God is one faithful and that you belong to a family that is here for you to walk with you. And that's what we wanted to do. So we wanted to give every single one of you a little jar to remember over the rocks, you, it, whether it's these rocks or something else. If it's just sitting on your desk at home or you decide you're out hanging out and you just happen to go by Zamzo's where we got these rocks and you're like, oh, I remember. Like God is faithful. God is faithful. He's good. He's good to me. And I have a people. I have a people, a family that cares about me. So when, when you're struggling with your brother or sister, you have another brother or sister that can become your favorite. When you're struggling with your parents, you have other parents that will step in and lead with you. Maybe if, you're, if, you're, if your home life right now is, 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 is in a way that you're like, it doesn't look like it should, you have other people that will fill in that gap as a community, as a church. And so what we wanted to do is we wanted to give everyone that's graduating. So if you are going into first grade, come on up here in this front row. If you're going into third grade, come on up in this front row. If you're going into sixth grade, front row. If you're going into ninth grade front row. If you graduated college, Jack, come on up here. And if you graduated high school, come up here as well. So we're going to come up here and Jack and Shelby are going to give these. You guys can sit down on those chairs real quick. Um, Jack, why don't you come up here first real quick? I want to do this. So yeah, if you're going into those grades, come on up here. Okay. And in a second, we're going to do this. But first, you heard Jack say he's our our yip. (laughs) Um, I I love that title. Thank you, Cameron, for that name. Um, Jack has faithfully stepped into uh, leading the junior high and high school group, and he started officially right after, he, like a week after he graduated from college. Um, and he is really, really excited to kind of answer and find out what the Lord is asking of him. And so he is committed to do this through the end of the year. Um, Lord willing, it could be longer, it could be shorter, whatever. He is just committed to seeing what the God is doing in that. And so what I wanted to do real quickly, since we as a church are a family. Before we give these, you guys, yeah, kiddos, go ahead and sit down. It's totally fine. You can sit down in the front. Yep. Before we give out the stones and we do these things, I wanted to pray for Jack and all of the transitions. Um, Jack is also gets some rocks, so here you go. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Um, Jack is, um, I'm really excited about what he's doing. So we're going to pray. So if you want to, you can stand. You can lift your hands out. If you don't have to, if you want to come up in the front, that's fine too. But we're going to pray for Jack, and then I'm going to f- close us by praying for all of the, all of the graduating, those that are being received, not just sent, okay? So if you would, please stand with me. Father, we thank you so much for Jack. We thank you for the man he is. We thank you for the faith he has. We know that is your gift. And Father, I pray for your strength. I pray for your strength to grow him, to, to, to help him to, to rest in your strength so that he can walk in weakness knowing that he is, he is fully taken care of. As he enters into this transition of life, like so many other people in this room are entering into a different transition in life, God, I pray that they would remember these two things, that you are just so faithful, God. You are so incredibly faithful. You are in control. You are powerful. You are sovereign. You are good in all these things. And God, that that no one is alone. No matter how alone they feel today, no matter how scared they are of where they're at, no one is alone. We are a family brought together by the blood of Jesus Christ as our big brother, as the one who has saved us. And we have now been adopted in and are having, having a father who is far greater than even us earthly dads could ever want to be. And so, God, I thank you for the transition. I thank you for Jack stepping into this position. And, God, I thank you for the kids that are part of this church. Whether they are in the classroom or up here, God, we know they are valuable. They're important. And, God, our desire is that every single person in here, regardless of their age, would not be um, complacent or lost with you, but instead would be excited and joyful to walk 
with you, to share your good news, to, to proclaim the, the goodness of you, God, and to be faithful by, your power, by the power of your spirit to walk this out. So as these students transition to the next age, the next group, God, I pray that they are, their faith would deepen. I pray that no parent would uh, take the, the call of, Deuter- of, of Deuteronomy 6, of, of instilling this on their kid's heart as, as a flippant thing. I pray that we as a church would be able to partner with parents and family members in any way that needs to be uh, partnered with, God. We thank you for what you're doing. We thank you for how you have um, brought together this family, and we thank you for bringing Jack for this position at this time, God. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, so Shelby and Jack, if you're going into first grade, third grade, sixth grade, ninth grade, graduating high school or college, come on up. Jack's going to give these to you. The band's going to come on up, and we're going to sing a couple more songs. Thank you for listening to our podcast. To find out more about our church, please visit revolution22.org. We encourage you to continue to gather with other believers. And may this message inspire you to love God and love others.